All right, this is Sean. This is Kevin. And this is the one other thing. So uh, first off, odd timing this week, folks. So this is a Tuesday. Typically we record on Thursdays, and uh, well, here we are on Tuesday, and that's because I have some uh, personal appointments to attend to that will make me unavailable on Thursday. Lame. So it really is, yeah. So um, we're looking at our schedule since I'm talking about that, and um, can't make any commitments in this regard, but we are thinking of increasing the frequency from once to twice a week, so we will see. But uh, stay tuned for that. And uh, we got a lot to talk about today, as we often do, but before we get into that, Kevin... As usual, you've been busy, busy at it at the grindstone, typing away. How can our folks contact us? What have you been working on? Uh, this week, uh, it's obviously you can still email toot at tootcast.net. That's where you can email us for anything from, you know, topics to game reviews to movie reviews to book reviews. Just, just let us know what you want us to cover. We'll cover it. Uh, also, if there's any, um, you know, streaming sites for your favorite podcast streaming just let me know and i'll publish it today. yeah if we're not there already yeah we're not there already yeah. which i think i covered a lot but of the major ones but there was like a million out there so i'm sure it's very possible i might not have your favorite but i don't mind going through the effort to put it out there for your make it the ease of listening to our, our podcast well that's awesome and i can't thank you enough for all your efforts thus far so uh, on that, actually, let's use that and roll right into our first uh, topic, which is we did get an email from a listener, and that would be uh, – I'm going to mutilate it. So uh, Sarah Tozzolo? That's her name. I did nail it. Okay, well, Sarah, thank you. And uh, I'm sorry I'm, I mutilated your name here. But uh, Sarah asked us to give Luigi's Mansion a try, uh, three, that is, for the Switch. And I know you actually got a copy from Sarah, yep. so that makes it easy, and I went ahead and bought it. Um which I'll tell you right now, we will gladly accommodate any requests, I think. You know, we will get to them. My my one word here would be patience. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's going to take a while. Um, unfortunately, uh, the two of us do have these pesky jobs, and uh, it really gets in the way of our game playing and uh, critiques of things. Yeah, general enjoyment of life. It, yeah. yeah, that's how I describe it as well. While Basically. it both enables the joy of life, it really... It really is an impediment. So um, while we've got that going on, we will, you know, get to everything. It's just I ask that you be patient. Um, that being said, I did uh, did get the game, and I do have some initial thoughts already, even though I'm literally maybe an hour into it. Well, that's good news. Uh, we might have the same general, you know, we compare notes is what I'm trying to say is because I played about an hour of it as well. Okay, so my first and foremost is Nintendo. You're killing me. Killing me with your AAA games costing seventy-five bucks. Yes. Seventy-five dollars. Do you know how many games I could buy for that? I, I mean, it's a, a stupid number, but uh, that hurts. It hurts for your AAA games, and they just, guys, I don't know. Maybe it's me, and correct me if I'm wrong, Kevin. They do not go on sale, ever. No, not not if it's from Nintendo themselves. Yeah. Other games, yes. Yeah. But not Nintendo. And I did uh, watch an article about that specific topic yesterday. And it, it's actually significantly more expensive to make a cartridge than it is to make a CD or a Blu-ray disc. So there's cost there. And the weird part is they charge, even though it's a digital download, I know what you're thinking, digital download should be, no, they don't charge less. No. They're trying to compensate for all the costs that they put into that and the fact that the Switch, they're probably selling that at a loss. 
So they're well, making yeah, their sure. money off these cartridges and the digital sales. Yeah, and it, it just hurts. And I understand nothing's going to change. Um, luckily, Nintendo's a huge listener, and I know that they take my opinion very, very strongly, very seriously. But um, yeah, they're going to uh, keep doing what they do. And yeah, apologies for the background noise. Our studio is still. Um, let's see, what do you call this? My den? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was going to say it's under construction. Yeah, it is. <laughs> That's great. We, we make do with what we have, guys. But uh, initial thoughts on the game. Uh, first and foremost, I noticed right in one of the opening scenes that Luigi reads the same way I do. He oh. opens the book and passes out immediately. He just opened the book and he's kind of like, ah, and then that was yeah. it. He was out. Yeah. And uh, I was like, wow, that's that's exactly what I do. But uh, then I, my initial thought was, oh, my God, I bought a downtown, uh, Downton Abbey simulator. I get to run around the house vacuuming. This is freaking awesome. <laughs> that's exactly true. what I wanted to do. I, I didn't think of that, but yeah, I was thinking more like Ghostbusters, but that's where yeah. I landed actually. As I got into it a little bit, it gave me uh, exactly what I wrote was Ghostbusters vibe with Nintendo charm because it's got all the um, all the characters, and I mean it's great because they're doing the haunted house vibe, but it's Nintendo, so it's as harmless as humanly possible. So it's it's yeah. like a adorable scary. Yeah, I think a dental visit is more scary than this Absolutely. game. Absolutely. <laughs> Almost anything is, is more scary. So that one, I mean, I, I really just wanted to give some initial thoughts, and thanks, Sarah, for, for making the request, um, and yell at Nintendo for costing me so much money. But, uh, you know, I'll certainly give that some more time and, uh, you know, provide updates later down the road. Certainly can't give a, give a, a rating just yet. It's... Um, Initially, I can tell you, it's not my cup of tea. It's not my particular game. I don't think I would have bought it ever on my own. That being said, it's not bad for what it is. It definitely has that Ghostbusters vibe to it. Yeah. It definitely feels like a Nintendo game, though. It does. It does. It does. And uh, to me, that's actually a good thing. I mean, provided you like that cast of characters and uh, you're okay with the uh, the silly antics that they, you know, how that how that goes. If you're expecting, you know anything less than frivolity from Nintendo, you're not going to get it, you know? You're not going to get that serious game, you know? Yes. Um, but I, I celebrate their games. I do, too. They, they do make good games. You know, that being said, shout out to Mario Kart. I mean, I, I celebrate all of them. Yes. Uh, honestly, I never gave Double Dash much of a try. I believe I may have it somewhere. Uh, that was the GameCube one, if I'm not mistaken. And uh, <clears throat> really didn't give that an honest shake. Um once again, you know, working for a living, it just gets in the way of my game thing. But, uh, I know, I miss Summers. I've played it. Summers yeah, exactly. just, like, playing games <laughs> as a child. I miss oh. Summers. That's great. Yeah, seasons don't even matter these days. Uh, it's true. Yep, but uh, all the other Mario Karts I've played, and um, what's the latest, 8? Yes. It, it's a beautiful yeah. game. It's a beautiful game. And I hate to say it, it's worth the money. <laughs> yeah, Mario Kart is worth the money. Um, I get a feeling uh, Mario Party is gonna be worth the money. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not opening it until uh, uh, I actually got Mario Party for my birthday, but I'm not opening it until we're just all gonna play it together. Yeah, um, um, I will watch a video or uh, many videos. There's uh, I forget the name. Let's play. Um, okay. <laughs> but there's Let's Play. I've been watching a lot of videos. I believe they're from a uh, YouTube channel called Let's Play. And they play every version of Mario Party, even from Nintendo 64 era up. Yeah. And they just, they have a good old time. Oh, yeah, I bet it's great. Good old time. It's great. I didn't even think about that. Wow, sorry about that. Um, So, uh, yeah, next time I host Kevin and his wife. Yes. So, uh, there. Plenty of room for editing. 
Um, well, that's all I had for uh, Luigi's Mansion right now. Do you have anything more on that before we move on? Uh, no, I do plan on playing it more. Um, yeah, so, yeah, likewise. Yeah. Likewise. So, yep, because we had the request, I will definitely uh, put some time into that. And, um, yeah, more to come. So uh, now, conversation I've been looking forward to having is uh, Kevin gave me a little bit of a teaser before we started. Uh, I've not read anything on this, but you're telling me Epic and Good Old Games, GOG, are they, they're joining forces to basically be awesome? Yeah, basically, because I was never enamored with uh, Epic's uh, storefront. Okay. It's noisy, it's messy. I like to open up and see funky. my library, and, and I've always loved the GOG, you know, Box art. Was it, it was a Galaxy. Yeah, the box art. They, right now it's called GOZ Galaxy 2.0, which you have to have 2.0 to have all the new features. Okay. And it's a recent install. You, you can still use the 1.0, so if you haven't upgraded it, you definitely upgrade I probably have to upgrade mine. And it's just clean. You can see all your games. You can, you know, so I now them, in, yeah. good, in Galaxy 2.0, do you see your good old games and your epic games all you, in one you have to connect, spot? There's a connector okay. that you have to enable in the settings. And apparently there's Xbox Live in there as well. I noticed it because I installed it on my Mac um, today because the they make Mac games. These Mac games work both Mac and PC. Not all of them, yeah. but quite a significant amount actually work on both. Even on Epic, I didn't even know that because I never installed Epic on a, my laptop, my MacBook. Why would you? Yeah, you wouldn't think that. Yeah, I don't really play games, little games, like the older games like Master of Orion and Civ. I play on the Mac. They play great on the Mac. They're not high, you know, high stress. Don't need a giant video card to play them. They just work. Yeah. Uh, so all those games all are on there on the uh, Mac side. So I was like, let me try Galaxy 2.0 today on there. So I installed it, and then I saw a little, um, you know, they told me go into the gear. I clicked the gear and it said Epic Connect. I hit Connect. I I put my credentials for Epic in there, and now there's just it, it's a click. Uh, um, I guess it's kind of like a filter. You click GOG, and then you click Epic just on the left-hand panel. Okay. And when you hit Epic, it's the box art for all your games that's an Epic. So are they becoming one company, though? I don't. I didn't see anything about one company. I just think they were just making it so you can see and install Epic games from GOG Galaxy. Gotcha. So if I want to buy an Epic game, I still go to Epic. I still think you go to the store because I didn't see a storefront there. I just see uh, you can see it's the library. It's interesting. I wonder where they're going. I was misinterpreting. I was thinking yeah. they were merging and becoming one entity, which I would, would have been a godsend. I would love them to merge, but this is the second best option. Yeah, no, I agree. It's a step in the right direction. Somebody's got to knock Steam off their high horse. Yeah, Steam, I love, don't get me wrong, I, I've been using Steam for years. I we love Steam. Have. But it's a big mess. It's slow. It's kludgy. Searches are hard. Um, it's hard to find the game I want to look at. We've all been using Steam for years, and it was such a great idea, such creativity, and then it's it's like one of those Goliaths. They just got too big for their britches. They stopped paying attention to what people liked, and uh, it was, so it seems to me. This, you know, my opinion, but you know, that's the beauty of this podcast. Um, yeah. And it's just, um, I see what Epic's doing. I see Good Old Games is doing, and uh, it's just. Given the choice, I'll buy from one of those before I'll buy from Steam. I think if you're supporting the, the developers, mm -hmm. you should buy from those because I believe Steam takes the biggest cut. Yeah. Especially off these indie developers, it's really not fair. So I'm willing to give it to Epic and GOG first just because the developers get more money. Yeah. Um, I haven't bought Cyberpunk yet, but I mean... I pre-ordered that I know you way did back like when. a year ago before they even... Yeah, <laughs> yeah I had to. Um, yeah, um, it's not even a question, Keanu. I mean, that's yeah. what I said. I'm, my God, it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's just 
we're entirely going to be playing that. So, so uh, I'm, that. I'm getting that from GOG, though, when I do. Yeah, because GOG, um, well, um, CD Projekt Red mm-hmm. owns GOG. Yeah. So they get 100% of the funds. Exactly. So mm-hmm. it's just that's the way to go. Agreed. Um, if you want to, if you want to support them, and I think everyone should want to support a company that does it. You know, they won't put microtransactions in any of their games. Yeah, that's um, great. And Epic, I hated at first because when it first came out, I was like, you know, Rockstar Games has its own loader with their mm-hmm. forcing install games through there, and I hated that. Then Epic came out with their own loader, and I hated that, and I was angry Epic for a long time. Then they started giving up because at first they weren't giving out free yeah, games. Yeah, no, I know. They were just I know. They loader. did that to compete with uh, Steam, I think. Well, Steam doesn't give out. Yeah, Steam doesn't give out free games. No, Steam doesn't give anything. Yeah, it doesn't free. give you anything. But stickers, they give you stickers. I don't want stickers. Yeah, they basically give you stickers, and you have to click three thousand of them to make one sticker. But it's yeah, you should see sometimes. Some, someday you get in the nitty gritty. They give you stickers every time you. There's a like a trading card page. Oh no, I've been to the trading yeah. card page. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, accumulate them and. And for uh, what? I have no idea, but it's just they accumulate. I don't yeah. do anything with them. But when the Epic Store started giving free games. I kind of didn't hate them as much. They gave more free games. And then they started this year giving out AAA free games. AAAs, I know. I know. And, 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 I, and I, I bought them all. I swear <laughs> to Christ, I bought them all before they gave them away, but I yeah. get them there anyway. Oh, yeah, because I'd like to be able to install from Epic if yeah. I wanted to. Because sometimes I'm noticing Steam, and I think I felt burned from the Fallout 3 being unstable when yes. you saw the Steam version yep. and fine with GOG. So ever since then, I'm like... I'm okay with somebody who caters a little more to the older games. Uh, that's another complaint about Steam. Thank you, actually. Yeah, I've had multiple games on Steam where they do not install and work properly. You have to fidget with them quite a bit. Um, yeah, so, I mean, if I if we haven't said this before, shout out to GOG in oh, general. GOG. What they do is the greatest thing. I bought Fallout 3 again on GOG just because uh, I was one of those. It was a nightmare. That was my biggest complaint about Fallout 3. It crashed Pretty much whenever it wanted to, which was frequently. Yeah. Um, and a version of that that actually works. Oh my god! Oh god! It's a beautiful yeah. thing. And that's the version I install now. And whenever I do feel like playing it, because sometimes I do feel like playing it. I, I it's obvious at this point I mob the heck out of it when I do play it. Cause sure. I like to I like to feel like a new game. Like there's different features. That's what that's why I got shot. That's one thing I didn't mention last week's episode that made Oblivion so awesome. And all the, the others are the modding scene. People are still making mods for Morrowind, even now, brand new mods. I think you mods. talked about that a little bit. I think I talked about it, but I didn't stress how how much life it can give to a game. Oh, absolutely. If you can mod the game. Yep. That gives it so much life, because whenever I look for a game that's more than a year old, I immediately look for if there's mods for it. Yeah. Not that I, you know, mods, you know, you can use them for cheating and stuff like that, but that's not what I look for. I look for... Something that enhances the gameplay, so I can replay a game I already beat, and it's like watching a special edition version of it. You know, it's there are mods for Diablo 2 that literally make it a whole new game. Like it like might that. as well be a whole new game, and it's fantastic. I like that because then you can you can because it's hard to recapture your initial experience with a game, yeah. Especially when it's amazing, and because you already know what to expect. Of course, but if there are some mods in there that can totally rewrite the rules. Even Fallout, I think Fallout New Vegas, they have like realism mods that completely changes how, you know, the entire function of the game and the rule sets, decaying weapons and stuff like that, and you have to eat and drink and oh yeah yeah you know that stuff didn't exist in the, in the vanilla game, so they can make it to a survival version of a popular thriller, uh, where 
you know, if, they, if you couldn't mod it, you play it once, you put it on the shelf, never think of it again. Sure. So these well, games are not that game, but yeah. Yeah. That game's games, got a lot of replayability. In my it opinion. is a lot, but it just helps with the replay so much if you can mod a game. Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. Definitely. Any game. Any game. I hear you. And I like um, the, like Mass Effect 3, which is another game that um, if it wasn't for modding, I would never play that game again. I love the game. Mass Effect 2 was genius. Mass Effect 3 had a horrible ending. It was a big conspiracy. And they actually changed the ending a little bit to make people happy. But you can throw a mod in there, and they totally rip out the ending. Nice. And they put a totally different ending. I'm going to throw a mod in Dexter. Yeah, Dexter, yeah. If we could put mods mm. in TV shows that we loved until the last episode, <laughs> that'd be it. That's right. I'm going to put a mod in it. Pretty much every Stephen King book I've ever read. Oh, uh, yeah. Right it, at the end. Remove spider. Yeah, pretty much kill the spider. Exactly. <laughs> kill the spider. Kill the spider. Um, Speaking of that, I did just watch uh, the It. Um, I finished watching the two-part series of It. I haven't watched the second one. And it's good. Don't get me wrong, it's good. I mean, if you've seen the original, you already know it ends with a spider. Spoiler alert. Uh, but it was a little bit better version of a spider. <laughs> they did definitely upgraded the spider. It was a little more nightmare-inducing. So okay. I, I did appreciate that, but I remember the one in the, the 90s movie with Tim Curry, Yeah, and it was just a spider. It was a spider. <laughs> it was yeah. just a spider. Um, it's fantastic. Um, spiders in movies, man. Um, yeah, I know. I love spiders in we movies. We seem to talk yeah. about spiders quite a bit on this show. Yeah. I um, hate spiders. With good old games, too. Uh, that actually leads into another topic, and actually good old games, I, I want to throw this out there, too, if anybody from good old games is listening. Civ 2. We talked about a Civ game. Civilization 2 entirely need you guys to release that. That is the other game that when oh. I see it, I will buy it. Oh, it's not in GOG yet? It's I'm not in GOG. Nope, I need yeah. Civ 2. Um, Civ 2 and why Civ 2? For two reasons. One, the videos were the best. When you built the pyramids, you got to see a little video of the pyramids of Giza. Now, granted, this was like 95 era, yeah. so I'm not saying it was high res or anything like yeah. that, but it was awesome. But when it push comes to shove, the other reason is really simple fanaticism my people would be pissed as hell they'd be rioting they'd be nothing but problems and then i could um i'm sorry fundamentalism then i would research fundamentalism and i could make fanatics yes and fundamentalism was the greatest thing ever because when i switched to that my people went from rioting to we love you you're the greatest let us build you a throne and uh it was fantastic and that game forever holds a spot in my heart because of that so, uh, yeah, good old games if you're listening, Civ 2. But, um, you know, we mentioned uh, under the heading of old games, because um, let's face it, I play, I tend to gravitate towards the older games. You know, the kids, uh, the games I wanted or had as a kid, and, um, you know, I still still give those, the older games all sorts of respect. Yes. Because um, they had to be good, because they didn't look good. Yeah. So they had to be fun. Exactly. Which leads to, like we talked about, gold box games. You know, yes. the, the first two, uh, I wasn't crazy about the third. And to be honest, I've still not played through all nine of them. There's nine of them. Yeah. Um, and uh, apparently that the first series there, the uh, Pools of Radiance, Curse of the Azure Bond, Secret of the Silver Blades, and then Pools of Darkness. There's oh, actually four of them. I've never played Pools of Darkness. And I started. I haven't actually made it very far. That was a while ago. I'll have to go back to that sometime. But um, those games were are forever special to me. And those yeah. graphics, they, they're they pretty bad. They're, pre- they're better yeah. than the text adventures I grew up with, but yeah. that's about it. 
Um, but still, it was amazing to see those sprites, and when you got a battle, didn't they just like swing their arm like? Yeah, they from had two they had positions? two two positions. Yeah. Yep, it was absolutely great. Do, do, yeah, I would always make a wizard, and then I'd make it so you couldn't with the colors, because you could customize the colors of everything. I'd make it so you couldn't see a staff, so he'd just run up to monsters and raise his hands, and they died from that. <laughs> and I thought it was hysterical. I raise hands. Yeah. The... <laughs> exactly, it was great. But uh, yeah, I remember that now. Oh, are you kidding? All right. One of these days we'll learn to mute phones before we uh, start our show, but today is not that day, my friends. Um, so, wanted to talk about the good old games, or the good old games, the gold box games, and uh, you can find them on good old games. And on that note, actually, SSI games of the time, Strategic Simulations Incorporated, I believe it was. Something like that, yeah, which is um, weird that SSI was making gold box games because they mostly made, like, war simulators. I know, and they boy, they made some good ones. Yeah. Um, that being said, they um, they had a lot of games. They had the Eye of the Beholder series, which was a uh, first-person dungeon kind of crawler one. GOG just gave those away for free. I saw that, actually. Ah. I bought them already. Oh, uh, I, I got the free versions. <laughs> nice. Um, I'm not particularly adept at those, to be honest with you. But, uh, again, nostalgia. Um, and there's also three games made on one engine that uh, I just, to this day, I recommend highly the first in the series. Um, and that would be the Ravenloft series. Ravenloft was the first one. Uh, then you had uh, it was Trod's Possession was the first one. Then you had Stone Curse was the second one, which was good. It was it was okay. Um, was not anywhere near as good as Ravenloft the first one. And then they came out with and I'll be honest, I'm just happy that I can even say this, but Menzo Baranzan was the third one. Definitely didn't hear that. Yep, uh, it took me a while to yeah. stare at that and say, "What?" Yeah, as a kid, I remember my friend and I staring at that, saying, "What does that say?" Yeah, uh, and we, we got it there. English. Yeah, and uh, yeah, apparently it's some drow city of some kind. So look at me flexing my nerd muscles. But uh, I, admittedly, while I played Menzo Paranzan uh, for maybe 20 minutes, I've never actually beaten that one, and I am somewhat ashamed of myself. Um, but Highly recommend you get the first Ravenloft, Strahd's Possession, and give that a try. Um, I've within the last past five years of my life, I've played through that. I'll put it that way, and I'll play through it again. I mean, it was that good. Um, make a cleric. You'd be glad you did. I like clerics. The um, I've been seeing a lot of um, well lately. There's some old games that I really enjoy that mm -hmm. I look for a long play, as they call them. Oh yeah, yeah. On, on YouTube. That's funny. I just watched one the other day. I well. Over a week's time, but please continue. Yeah. And I'll... Make a twelve hundred long play. Oh yeah, without a doubt. Um, this is the sequel. Uh, right now, it's I don't know if I'm gonna actually do it, but uh, there's a game called Dungeon Master, I believe it was. Oh, okay. Um, Sounds vaguely familiar. And it was one of those, and uh, I played it a lot as a kid, but uh, I don't recall really ever making maps. And we all know my geographic skills, so, uh, you know, I remember constantly being lost and never really beating any of these games. So that's what, how I yeah. went down that trail. I, I got to see the end of a game that turns out I wasn't even close to beating. Yeah, it's kind of like, um, <laughs> of all the old games I used to play, the Bar's Tale series, 1, 2, and 3, I never could beat 1 and 2, but 3 I did. Beat 1? Beat 1? Uh, the, I thought they were cool, uh, I know, but I got lost. Actually, yes. shout-out-wise, oh, and I know why. Um, and I know why I beat it and you couldn't. Um, you should buy the Bard's Tale Trilogy remake. Yeah. I'm kidding. I think it was 15 bucks when I bought it. Um, absolutely money well spent. Um, it's remade. It has maps. Mm. 
yeah, I think that was the problem back in the day. I think I was, what, 12 or whatever? And I'm like, I'm not drawing something out on a piece of paper to figure where I'm going. <laughs> I'm just going to randomly go. That's pretty much <laughs> what I did, yeah and, yeah. and we know how good I am with a map. Yeah. Now. Directions. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Didn't end well with me either. So, out of curiosity, what game were you watching recently? Oh, uh, well. Oh, this is going to be good, guys. When you celebrate old games, and yeah. I think that, that well, I think that's why we have a cool friendship because I like completely different games than you. Well, yeah. When I was a child, I like the engine called Scum VM. Okay, yeah. So those are the Lucas Arts games. Yeah. That's the. Um, I like those games. So there's oh, the Indiana Jones I and the uh, the Day of the Tentacles and the uh, the Point and Clicks. Yeah, yeah, the um, uh, Monkey Island games. The never um, played Monkey Islands, but I'm aware of them. I know what you speak. Actually, I'll be honest. I didn't play. I played one of those Indiana Jones ones a lot. Yeah, uh, Fate of Atlantis. No, the one before that. Um, I think it was just Last Crusade. Oh, Last Crusade. They did. Yeah, actually, was various versions of that. Some, not all of them were scum. Some were arcadish of the Last Crusade. You're right, actually, but the uh, they did make a scum version. The scum one. Yes. The scum version I like, and the scum I like is you can play that in any device. Scum's just the emulator, isn't it? it? Yeah, just this is the engine it runs on. Okay, yeah. Which is cool because you can download scum, grab the old files. Run them at pretty much anything. You run it on your cell phone. Nice. There's scum emulators for everything now. You can run it on a Raspberry Pi. I've done it. Uh, but this game it, it was a game that was um, Steven Spielberg's idea, and he wrote about it, and I believe Hold he on. did like a screenplay for it. Was it Loom? No, it was called yeah. The Dig. Oh, The Dig. Okay, yep. I'm and aware. I watched that that playthrough of the game because I I you know I love the game. But I didn't really want to just go through and install it and play it right now. I just kind of want to, you know, just reminisce a little bit watching it. Oh, that's it well done because the lead uh, voice actor of the game was the uh, Terminator 2's uh, bad guy. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I think it's Robert. I forget his full name. I can kind of picture yeah, the guy, yeah. but you know me. I don't I don't even have a name for him. So. Yeah, he's just Terminator 2 guy. Yeah, Terminator 2 dude. Yeah. Um, so th- I just find it a very inter- – it's a sci-fi, you know, asteroid coming to hit Earth. you got to go there and you get war- a wormhole to another alien world, and I just love that kind of stuff. Oh, good times. Yeah, so The Dig, I was just watching a long play on that, and I, I, I celebrate all of all of uh, uh, LucasArts games at the time. And Grim Fandango, underrated, okay. underrated. Never played it. I know of what you speak, but I never played it. I even purchased um, it. I, yeah, purchased it on the Switch. No, there's only one Grim Fandango. Only the one. Um, yeah. Did you ever? Did you actually watch the full I Have No Mouth and Must Scream uh, playthrough? I I watched about I don't know about there. It looks like it control multiple characters. Yeah, five. And it must last forever because I it's think long. I was watching for hours. I one guy it. just going around, and I, so I, I yeah. so I would say. If there's five characters, I probably haven't seen one-fifth yet. <laughs> okay, yeah. I, <laughs> so, got, I got lost in the desert once. Yeah. Yeah, there's just – I'm the whole vibe it's to it, huge. though, it's cre- – is it just me, though? It's creepy it, as hell, It is isn't creepy. It? I, I mean, think the HBO needs to make it in themselves a little miniseries out of this. That'd I be think. great, actually. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, that's good stuff. Um, I think that would uh, – you know, because I feel like they – you know, sometimes they need to go back and look at old literature and – to make re, redo them, and this was never a movie, as far as I know, or any TV series. So I think that would be, um, I don't know. I think it would surprise yeah. people. And yeah, it's a good story. It holds up too. It, yeah. it it's twisted, but it's good. Oh yeah, it's twisted. So, yeah, the um, whole intro is twisted, where he describes all the prisoners. It just yeah, it just out there. It's just like you can tell this computer just hates people. But highly recommend it. Not to mention, man, you can pick it up on Steam for 
and I know. Yeah, I think yeah. I have GOG games. I think I have. Oh, did you get it on GOG? I, but, uh, yeah, I still use the hell out of Steam, by the way. Yeah. The necessary evil, but um, yeah, get it where you can, and I think it's going to cost you five or ten bucks. Money well yeah, spent. I'm not sure it's that now. It might be two bucks. Seriously, game. two bucks well yeah. worth it. Um, that, for the record, that's why I have it right now. I didn't really necessarily intend on playing it anytime soon, although it is literally installed on my computer right now. Um, but I think it was like two bucks, and I was like, you know what? Props. Yeah. <laughs> like you were, I'm giving you two bucks because you're that good. Even if I never play you, I enjoyed it that much. That's why I purchased it, because I know years ago, my older brother asked for a copy, and I had to go digging on the internet. It was, this is pre-Steam and pre-GOG games, and I went digging for it. I have somewhere on my hard drive, somewhere at home, these files I found back pre-internet days. Oh, that's great. Uh, so I had a, uh, have a copy of the game. I don't know how I got it. I, I, I pray just, I threw it out, but I literally had a copy of the game. I think I have a mouse pad from it still somewhere floating around. That's awesome. Um, and I do have the uh, clue book. The cheap book. Oh, you would need that. Um, oh, it's brutal. I'm telling you, game. even with it, like, yeah, you almost have to watch a playthrough as you play it in order to have a chance of succeeding. <laughs> um, yeah, I heard you can make mistakes and get bad endings, and it just, yeah. It's, absolutely. It's, it's, yep. That's tough. Yeah, it's brutal. Um, but really good. Really good uh, Good game. I mean, it's just great story. Dark. So dark. Yeah. Love that. Um, you know, I skipped a story last week, and, um, you know, I'll be frank, we're at 29 minutes, and uh, we don't care, so we're going to keep going here. And, uh, yeah, we've decided that's the format. The the show is exactly as long as it takes. Yes. And uh, so that's what we're going to do going forward, I think. But um, I have a – well, you gave me a gift a while back, and it was both a joke and a gift, and it it makes for such a great story I wanted to talk to – talk to folks about it, talk to our audience about it, because it also involved the game. But um, the joke was missed. So basically, as the story goes, on April 1st, you sent me a game called the Doki Doki Literature Club. I did. And it was a free game. So it was very difficult to get on Steam because you can't send a free game. So apparently there's some art or audio track, I forget what it was, I had to buy that to get the whole package so I could send it to you as a joke. Yeah, on April 1st. On April 1st. And, um, yeah, I'm not always the swiftest of characters, so I get a game from my friend Kevin, and I'm like, huh, this must be good. He must be recommending it. I'm going to play it, (laughs) even though it looks weird, because it looks like some anime, teeny boppy thing that just isn't at all my cup of tea. No. So, uh, but I'm like, my friend Kevin sent it to me, and I'm going to give it a try. Now... To be completely frank with everyone, I have no idea why I would come to that conclusion, because generally speaking, I don't agree with any of your recommendations on more or less anything. No, not really. Especially movies. Yeah. Movies, without a doubt. Shows. Yeah, TV shows, music. Yeah. Um, I don't know. My music taste no, is Actually, better. it's gotten better, yeah. yeah it's gotten better. Um, but be that as it may, we don't yeah. always see eye to eye. But nonetheless, I said, ooh, my friend Kevin sent me a game. I better start playing it. And it's pretty much exactly like what it looked like. It is. Uh, a teeny bopper like a novel. Yeah. I'm reading like a novel. Visual novel. Novel. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm wondering why am I playing it? Why did he, my friend Kevin, recommend this awful game to me? And uh, I'm playing and I'm playing, and then finally Thursday rolls around, and Kevin and I see each other, and I'm like, why? 
I've been playing this game for days. Why on God's green earth did you recommend this game? Nothing's happened. <laughs> you know, basically, I'm in a class. I'm writing poetry. I'm waiting for my big recital here. Yeah. And, big day, big day, you know, it, it's just a ton of reading. There's virtually no interaction. This game sucks. Why did you do this to me? <laughs> At which point, you know, you, you inform me that that was a joke and I'm just dumb. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know if you realized at the time, but I didn't know what the um, game would become. Either. And it, what I love about the game, too, is right when you load it, the first thing, the very first thing you see, because it plays flowery music, but the first thing you see is something to the effect of adult content, advisory, <laughs> you know, warning, <laughs> yeah, that's red flag. danger, Will Robinson. Like, I mean, it is just the first thing you see, but of course I'm oblivious. You know, I shall not be warned. Yes. So we talk about it, and you're like, you can stop playing this. This was a joke. And at that point, guys, man, it's like in poker when they call it pot committed. When you <laughs> bet so much, at some point, you know, how what little you have left, you just got to chase it. You got to put your yeah. pot committed. You got to put your money in because you put too much you in already. You can't uninstall the game until you finish it. <laughs> and at this point, I've invested so much, I'm reading to the damn recital. And I do. And the game makes a hard left. <laughs> in the hardest left. Like, it just goes off the rails in a way I, I just, I'm still, to this day, I'm in awe of it. Um, it is the first and only time I've written a Steam review and given something a very high marking. Uh, highly recommend you, everyone, give Doki Doki Literature Club a try. Um, it is not what you think it is. It is a lot of reading, though. I will say that. Um, and since that time, you, in fact, have played that game as well. Probably just shortly after you played it, because you told me that, you know, the next Thursday we got together, I'm like... Once yeah, I yeah, convinced you I wasn't <laughs> effing with you. Yeah, I was like, all right, I'll try to. You know, it's free. <laughs> and what would you say? Would you recommend it? I would definitely recommend it. Yeah. And, um, like, a what's it, George Costanza's father, I gotta go in fresh. Yeah, exactly, you gotta go in fresh, do not read anything, the less you know about the game going into it, the more you'll enjoy the experience. Um, you know, if I had to give it a number rating, I guess I would give it, I'd give it a 9.5, but that was is with big stipulations. That is a 9.5 for what it is. It's a very specific type of game. So if we're talking like greatest games of all time, no. So where would you put Doki Doki on your rating scale? Doki Doki, if you went in fresh, I would give it an 8. And the reason why it doesn't get a higher score is that there is too much reading. It is. There is yeah. way too much reading. They even know it when they write it because they, they make it so it can go faster. They have put mechanisms in the game yeah. to speed that process up. Yep. Uh, that would get. But what I, um, I'm happy about, since it's out in the world... People will continue to discover this game. Yes. What the hell is this? Especially anime fans will say, hey, let's check out this visual novel. And oh. and then they'll be like, what did I just watch? And, <laughs> and that's exactly why I'm scoring it so high. Frankly, I was surprised. Yeah. And that surprise, that's one of the greatest gifts ever. Just did not see it making the hard left that it made. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so I highly recommend if you're up for a lot of reading and very little interaction, yeah. give that a try. Um, 
and let us know what you think. I mean, uh, again, hopefully you get surprised and hopefully you enjoy the surprise. Yeah, and I actually would put them in the same kind of similar category, not as a visual novel, but Stanley's Parable is another one of those games. Like, you know, there's no replay of value in some of these games. Yeah. Um, but the first time you play it, you're like, what did I just play? And Doki Doki, and I always consider, uh, consider Stanley's Parable the same. I've never movie. heard of this Stanley's Parable, perhaps. Don't tell me anything about it, but perhaps I'll have check to it check out. it out. Stanley's... I have played Stanley's Parable. It's on Steam. Um, I don't know if it's on GOG. Um, and the game is worth an install. Interesting. And I very much doubt it's very expensive at this point. It's been out there for quite some time. I'm just still reeling from Nintendo. Yeah. I'm going to whine about that for the next month. And it's um, not a visual novel, but it's... You kind of play it like a visual novel. Interesting. So. All right. Well, yeah, so it's like uh, Doki Doki, less reading. Love that. <laughs> yes. Love that. So that brings us to uh, the section of uh, what have you been doing? What have you been playing lately? Um, Since last we met up. Well, I was going to play the Norman Reedus walking simulator, but then they went and released the PC version. Yeah, yeah, you said that last so, week. You're going to wait for that, yeah. Uh, so I'm going to wait for that to come down a little bit on price. Um, but eventually I probably will pick up that Norman Reed is walking simulator. That's what I call it. Yeah. Some people call it a FedEx simulator. That's awesome. Because <laughs> you are just packages. packages. Yeah. You literally are. Yeah. Uh, but from what I see, it's... it's Spoiler like, alert. Uh, if you win the game, that's actually what happens. You yeah. get a job offer from FedEx. From FedEx. Yeah, congratulations. Kind of like Last Starfighter. You beat this game. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you can... FedEx's version. <laughs> FedEx version of Last Starfighter. That's an old reference. Uh, uh, but I'll play it because... A lot of people say the game's boring, but it has a great story. I like the yeah. obviously the walking se segments are boring, but other people who think the game's genius um, says the game is like meditative, and it has beautiful music, beautiful vistas, vistas, um, and it's the game gets interesting. After a while, when you play the game for like six, seven hours, mm -hmm. the game opens up. Uh, Kojima, genius, wanted to make a system where people, real people, interact. So the game opens up, and you'll see structures built by other humans. And you could rate the structures if they help you along your adventure, and you can't rate any, anything negatively. So it's like a positive view of the world in this weird kind of futuristic nightmare. So I think it's the game's genius, and I do want to play it, even if some people didn't like it. Uh, hell, I made it through Last of Us 2, and that had nowhere near the people screaming about that oh, game yeah, yeah. as they did with Last of Us Part 2. So I do want to play it, so I probably will play it in the, probably a couple months, uh, especially if it's not 60 bucks anymore, because I can't see myself spending 60 bucks on the game right this second. Sure. Um, the other game I'm playing, I actually, <laughs> this is the thing, I'm replaying Last of Us Part Two. Okay. I'm playing it again, um, and I'm getting a little bit more angry the second time I play it, because it could have been so great. I'm, uh -huh. I'm playing it, I'm like, this could have been another 10 out of 10, just like the previous game. Because previous game, you should see how many awards the previous game got. It was hundreds of perfect game, ten out of ten, and and they really need a director's cut of this game. I'm telling you, all they have to do to fix this game is change the order of the storytelling. Okay. They can't do a Quentin Tarantino style storytelling in this because they take you out of the momentum and the mo moments too much, and it's just like I'm excited, I'm fighting, I'm and then backstory. Yeah, and they kept doing that, and it was taken away from the story. And they didn't do that in the first game. You saw the entire; it was in chronological order, and I think this needed to be in that order. 
Interesting. So it would be interesting to see if they come out with that. Yeah, they, if they listen. Some, like I said, Mass Effect 3, that's what some people are saying. Mass Effect 3 changed their ending because of Outcry. I think they need to change that. And they need to change the ending in this game. Or make it a choice. You need to be able to make the choice at the end. I'm not going to say what the choice is, mm-hmm. but if you made the choice yourself, it would have way more impact. Interesting. Did the game affect you the way it was supposed to, A or B? Gotcha. That's interesting. I think that would totally so. And I think I'm going to play Ghost of Tsushima. It's coming out. Oh, yeah, you've been, so. you've been saying that. I saw a little bit on that. It looks, looks pretty. It's a beautiful game. And, um, um, yeah, it seems like my kind of game. It's yeah. RPG action, you know? Yep. Well, um, now you have Final Fantasy VII too. Oh, yeah, try. Final so Fantasy. Um, hopefully you enjoy that. And uh, if you figure out how to beat the uh, last challenge, if you even make it that far, because after you beat the game, there's other stuff to do. Um, oh, okay. And if you figure out how to beat the last thing in the challenge simulator, I'm entirely going to have you do it on my account because okay. I can't do it. It yeah. makes me cry. Yeah, I remember when I played Final Fantasy VII, um, and I would fight these car- these optional bosses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, I, the Ubers or whatever they called yeah. them. They called them the Mega Weapons or something? They yeah. called them something. Yeah, they were like Mega Weapons. I think I fought one that was, I forget it was the Ocean one or the Desert one. I forget which one it was, but I could not beat it. I couldn't. I never did. To this day, I've never beat that Okay. Box. And it was optional. You didn't have to fight them, so I'm like... Yep, see ya. I, yeah, I'll just get to the end. <laughs> I'll just go over here, thanks. <laughs> yeah, I'll just go over here. You didn't have to fight them. I've got a game of that going where I've just been... Uh, grinding way too early so my guys are just wicked high level for everything they're doing and uh you know me love a good grind um that's very therapeutic i learned something interesting the other day about final fantasy 7 what's that um back in the day square before their square enix yeah. released all their games for nintendo until final fantasy 7 and the reason being is because Nintendo and Sony got together yeah. and tried to make a game system yeah. called the Nintendo PlayStation. Nintendo should entirely be out of business. Yeah, so yeah, they made a really bad decision. They're like they they just thought Sony was just trying to make their own game system, and Nintendo was they felt they're helping them too much, and Sony really thought the CD-ROM was the future for gaming, and yeah. Nintendo says no, it's cartridge, and they both kind of worked out somehow. But obviously, PlayStation probably won more of the battle. But that's what happened. Well, is that... yeah, the way I'd heard it was they'd had a partnership. They were supposed to make a CD because Sega had that attachment for you can CDs. Buy it. You can buy the Nintendo PlayStation. Or no, you can find, like, uh, you, 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 no, you, units. I, I can't buy it. You, 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 can't buy, well, you can probably buy it on eBay or whatever. You know how much money this is? Oh, right, it's a ton of money because it's a developer's kit. Oh. And I've seen them. They're kind of interesting looking. They say Nintendo PlayStation on them, and you can buy them. Um. And they have a cartridge slot and a and CD, CD slot. slot. Yeah. It's amazing. And then from what I understand, I mean, and... Granted, guys, there's just something I read couldn't begin to cite my source, so talking on my butt. <laughs> but, uh, you know, Nintendo basically screwed Sony, for lack of a better term. Yep. And Sony said, okay. Yep. And uh, that really did not work. PlayStation's doing way better than Nintendo is right now. Yeah. And that's what I mean by Nintendo shouldn't be in business. You make bad decisions like that. You know, that's... you're you're It's amazing when you stay in business. And I'll be honest with you, Nintendo... I don't know if it's genius and I respect it and tip my hat to it or if you're just annoying the shit out of me, but the fact that you change your controller with every system, it's one of them. Yeah. Um, I can't figure from the Nintendo 64 controller. I still don't know how to hold that. 
Uh, yeah, it's weird. <laughs> I got it. I had one. And it's like a gun. You hold it like a gun. It's a weird thing. But sometimes um, in games you got to hold it at a different angle. Without a doubt. Sometimes yeah. you got to hold it. It depends yeah. on the game you're playing. It yeah. Was, yeah. It's very weird. So, yeah, again, I don't know if I love them for that or if I wish it stopped. Yeah. Um, but that's how the um, Final Fantasy VII started going on the PlayStation because they wanted the games bigger and they all, and they went full motion video in it and that was the way to do it back then. They needed a CD. Well, you know what I find funny, and this is an old man thing, but yep. when playing Final Fantasy VII on the Switch, because I got that, of course, because yep. Kevin likes to make fun of me for buying that game on every system there is. Yeah, it's like Skyrim for me, um, but yeah. Yeah, I have bought a lot of Final Fantasy VII. In fact, I'm probably pushing seven. But yep. um, I still think of it when you get outside for the first time. When you There's actually this one specific scene where you leave Midgar where in my brain I'm like, oh, end of disc one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because it was a three-disc game, so now you don't. It's put the disc in. There's no disc. There's yeah. nothing that even says who put in a disc. Oh. But I know the exact spot where I'm like, oh, end the disc one. End the disc one. Yeah. Um. Gotta remember those games. That's funny. So uh, yeah. So I've basically been playing. Uh, I'm hooked, man. Need for yeah. Speed. It's what I've been playing when I can play. Um, I have completed the police side of. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Need for Speed Rivals, to be exact. I've completed the police career, so I've unlocked all their cars, and now I'm being a bad guy and uh, working on that. Just got enough to buy my Lamborghini finally, so I've been driving this Porsche that leaves a lot to be desired, so hopefully now I have the money I need, I can start racing that thing, but we'll see. Um, other than that, Luigi's Mansion 3. So um, not a lot of time for games, unfortunately. Um, that being said, what have you been watching? Um, yeah, this is great. Yeah. It's gonna be out there on the internet. I can't wait. Yeah, I for some reason I got I'm really hooked. And every episode of the show, it's an old show. Every episode is getting better and better. I can tell the writers are getting their stride. And I have no idea why I didn't watch the show when it came out. But Monk. Okay. I'm falling in love with Monk. The first couple episodes were kind of like, uh, he just, you know, this guy's just awkward. But now it's getting funny. The guy just the right amount of awkward, and everybody wrote, you know, because the episode I just watched. Tony Shalhoub is amazing. Oh, I mean, my God. He's just, I know his name. Yeah, Tony Shalhoub. He's just, he, you could tell that he is, like, you could tell it's like he didn't know who the monk was when he first started playing the role. As time goes on, you could tell he, you could tell what he wants him to be. And when I watched the last episode where he had to go on vacation with his assistant, because she can't go on vacation without him. It was hilarious. Oh, I just think it was a, a great show. I think it's smartly written. Mickles, it's like Sherlock Holmes with a sense of humor. Mickles and I do have one monk quote that we use, and it's uh, we're paraphrasing, but uh, there's some episode where somebody's mad at Monk for some reason or another, yeah. and he said, I'll get you when you least expect it. And then later in the episode, of course, Monk sees him, and he's like, oh, it was when I least expected it. <laughs> Nichols and I will basically do that, quote that. Um, uh, the other show I'm watching is I'm trying to get through Curb Your Enthusiasm, yeah. but you can't watch more than two episodes. I, I would say three might be too much because you just feel so awkward and it, embarrassed for him. It reminds me of when I was a kid and I used to watch – when I was really little, I wanted to watch horror movies. I had two older sisters that liked horror movies. I wanted to watch them. So I'd watch them with my hands over my face. 
because everyone knows that they're actually from monsters. Yeah. Um, but I still watched. Like, I just literally had my hands on my face. Like, it was the weirdest thing in hindsight. But um, Curb Your Enthusiasm makes me want to do that as an adult. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there was one episode this week, or in season five, that now the seasons get further along, Charlize, my wife, starts pointing out, that's more like you every episode. Oh, that's great. So there's an episode, uh, the last one, they went to a beach, and he brought his jacket because he knew it would be cold at the beach, and another uh, guest saw the jacket, put it on, but then spilled food on it. Oh. I was so on his side. So on yeah. his side. But then, he's such a jerk, he takes the money, but he doesn't clean the jacket or buy a new jacket. No, of course not. And then she sees him at a wedding and yells yeah, at him. Because he's got that, yeah. Yeah. Um, and... Yeah, for the record, don't mistake what I'm saying. I, too, have trouble watching them. Yeah. Genius. Larry David is a genius. Oh, Absolute riot. It is a riot. I, I do um, enjoy it, um, but once in a while I throw in an episode where it's not as cringy as in, like, oh, yeah, I would feel the same way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Such great lines. That's the oh. one where, uh, oh, my God, um, his wife says something to him about being together in the afterlife, and he says, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> I said, till death do us part. I always thought I'd mingle in the afterlife. I mean, it's such a great line. That is... Wit is just genius. That is, yeah, it's a great show. So I'll get through it eventually. It's probably going to take me, you know, a year. I bet you I will finish Battlestar Galactica before I finish um, Curb Your Enthusiasm. I'm not sure I believe it, but... Um, I think so, because I, uh, I, I watch more episodes over a month of Battlestar than I do Curb. I'm going to have to go back to this at this point, because you're going to be like, oh, remember when they did this Battlestar Galactica? And I'm gonna be like, no, it yeah. was too long ago. Yeah. Um, Silence. That's all I got. Yeah, they were doing crazy stuff. Yeah, they're just bad guys. We finished uh, two seasons of Hannah. Highly recommend it. Really good show. I would watch it. That Um, that is my uh, style show. Unfortunately, season two was 2020, so um, it would be really cool if Hannah, you could stop growing up so fast, and uh, if you guys could just like I don't know, make another 12 seasons and get them to me that would be great yeah. <laughs> i'd love to watch them so we're in for the long wait now before another good show we're going to start the watchman next i think but because we are traveling in the near future we decided to just not watch anything i'm uh, just gonna yeah, have filler old. watch john oliver yeah oh, i didn't john see sunday's episode yeah it's john oliver it's yeah. fantastic yeah, he hates somebody for being a jerk and they he's probably right he's <laughs> yeah he's well spoken and uh it's very educational um. All right. What have you been listening to? Any new songs? Any new music? Um. No, not really. I haven't had a chance to listen to any tunes. Unfortunately, I have week. not either. But I figured because we alluded to it before, I will. Um. It's funny. I don't really recommend this band, and yet I absolutely love this band. So I figured since we briefly mentioned the Grateful Dead before, I would say. I don't know so much I can call myself a deadhead, even yeah. though you you counter that I can. Yeah. yeah I think um, you can. But uh, I love the music. Um, I don't recommend the band because I understand how they're not everybody's taste. But that being said, um, I will recommend American Beauty to anybody. Just listen to that album. If you don't like that album, you're probably not going to like The Dead. Yeah, Um, Yeah, that's... Those are some good songs on there. I guess. Uh, it starts with Box of Rain, yeah. goes right into Friend of the Devil. I mean, yeah. it's just... Uh, does it go Friend of the Devil? Yeah, I think it does. Yeah. Um, it, it's just got great, great stuff on there. And, uh, yeah, if you're not familiar with The Dead, I mean, give them a try. Um, one of the things I have heard from people that were not familiar with The Dead, and they heard them for the first time, in fact, I've heard this consistently, is, oh, that's what they sound like? I expected something heavier. Yeah. And I don't know what... 
I don't know what uh, I guess it's the word dead. It's not. We're not talking about death metal, folks. This is like folk yeah. music. This yeah. is. It's a lot of guitar. A the lot people of, I talk to mostly think of trucking. Yeah. When you think of dead. Yeah, I could see that. Which okay. Is also not a fair. That that in fact, I think that song is a little bit of an outlier. It's not quite like the rest of their songs. Yeah, they've got some stuff like that, but yeah, I agree. That's yeah. not necessarily. I mean, it's certainly not. Like Good. Boxer Rains. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, but they get the Long Strange Trip that's in that song, so it, mm-hmm. you know, it's what very a long iconic. Strange trip it's been, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, the, other, the, the music I haven't listened to this week um, has mostly been on YouTube, and for some reason, YouTube's been throwing at me some Howard Stern music episodes, and two uh, artists come to mind that I'm like, these are just great geniuses. One is... Um, um, Billy Corgan. Okay, yeah. From Without the Smashing Pumpkins. Pumpkins. The guy yeah. can sing. The guy um, can sing. I would say he's a lyricist. That's <sighs> my and I'd he's, imagine he would like hearing that too, but I mean yeah. the the dude got some words there. Yeah. He, he could definitely definitely sing. And uh, Dave Matthews is the other one he had recently. Oh, God, yeah. And he just like in fact he's like Howard Stern went to Dave Matthews and say, just play some of the song uh, Crash under me, you know, into yeah. me. Um I think it's a crash into me. I forget. Um, crash into me. Yeah, so he said, just play a couple bars of it and see how you feel. He plays through the whole song, and he's like, yeah, he's like, it's like swimming, the sharks are chasing me. If I don't finish, then I'll get killed. So he has to finish. Just got to do it. Got to make that. it across it. I get it. I get it. And yeah, shout outs to DMB, and uh, yeah. be honest with you, man, love Dave Matthews' band, but uh, boy, the minute I first I heard Dave with Tim Reynolds, yeah, that was Reynolds. it. It yeah. just was like, okay, I think the only exception is probably the song Pig. That's yeah. a DMB, you need the violin, but pretty much everything else, give me Dave and Tim any day. Yeah. In this case, it was just uh, even Dave by himself is awesome. So oh, yeah, phenomenal, yeah. acoustic guitar. So I hear those, and I'm like, man, so I put my headphones on for those, and yeah. I just like to listen to the music, and they're both great. They're different in very different extremes of music, but I don't know. I think uh, Billy Corgan has a way of singing that's you know who it is, even if you don't know the song. If sure. he plays a new song tomorrow, yeah, you're like, that's Billy Corgan. Billy Corgan, yeah. <laughs> yeah so it just said he has a way of singing, but he sings just like he did in the 90s. It hasn't changed. He has no hair now, but he can sing. It happens. <laughs> it happens. Um, happens he hasn't had hair voice. for a long time, but uh, neither have I. Yeah. Um, on that note, actually, um, well, we're getting right into the shout-out section, so I want to give Sarah one more shout-out, so thank you for being our first writer with a request and um yeah look forward to hearing from more of you and uh i wanted to give a shout out to you kevin because right before the show folks i'm still somewhat in awe i'm glad i'm sitting down kevin won a dollar and uh, that just doesn't happen very often i forget how now yeah well it was the uh you made a hard to handle reference oh yes and uh generally speaking folks if i say i'll bet you a dollar it means i am pretty convinced you have no idea what the answer is and I bet Kevin a dollar he would not know who the who, who sang Hard to Handle originally. It was Otis Redding. I still am amazed. I'm almost compelled to give you another dollar because I'm just <laughs> amazed that you got that one right. So yeah, uh, You would take it back if you knew how I knew. Either way, you got the answer, <laughs> and I'm impressed. So that is a, that is a shout-out that I will give. And uh, my last shout-out is I'm just going to give a shout-out to my coworkers and my boss because they put up with me all the time, and uh, my boss especially. Uh, Hell of a guy, and I really appreciate all his support. So, uh, shout out to you, Dave. You got any shout outs today before we uh, move along to our next section here? Um, just a shout out to, uh, I would say, I have some frequent listeners. That would be Haley, uh, Stephen, and Charlize, yes. and Sarah. 
So shout out all those, all those listeners. Awesome. That is awesome. Well, if you'd be kind enough, can you take us through one more time how they can give us a toot, how these folks can contact us? You can contact us at toot at tootcast.net. Uh, definitely send all your requests, feedback, comments there. Um, I would like to additionally say that I started building a YouTube channel today. So I think nice. in the very near in future that we'll be posting videos along with the this uh, you know podcast. And that'll be fun. We got a face for radio. Yeah, we have the face for radio definitely. Um, so yeah, we're, but we're gonna be doing game playthroughs. We're gonna be uh, posting you know these conversations, but you'll be able to see our faces. I can't wait I for the audience to be able to see how Kevin cheats and wrongs me. Yes. In fact, I'm gonna make you play all the games I used to play just to punish you. That gonna be fresh for you. That's fantastic. <laughs> You are playing Last of Us. Yeah, I love it. <laughs> It'll be fun. Um, yeah, that's all I have. All right, well, that is the one other thing. Thank you all for listening. Talk again soon. Good night.